Lit words affect, effect, and infect our lives. They have the power to create a threefold movement of change that we've determined or termed a triple effect transformation. The word of God is living and it's active. In this podcast, we share lit words from the Bible that have the power to activate and change your life. They're short, inspirational verses and lessons with applications that, if applied, have the power to energize your life and bring transformation to you and the community that surrounds you. Let's jump into today's Lit Word. Okay, today's Lit title is Train for War. None of us really want to think of life as a battle, as a constant battle, or as a raging war. But if you and I do not get ready for the battle, then the battle truly does eat us alive and we come out a casualty on the other side of the battle. And today, as we go through these verses, we're going to see through the life of Jesus that he had to get ready for war as well, and he was tested. And we're going to find these verses in the book of Luke chapter 4. This is verses 1 through 4. However, the following verses just after this all pertain to the same thought for the next about 10 verses. I just want to focus on these four because I think we can get the point across. Now let's remember in Luke chapter 4, Jesus is stepping into a new dimension of what his role on this earth is. And just previous to this, he was baptized. When he was baptized, the Spirit, it says, descended as like a dove and rested on him. The Spirit and the dove, or the dove represents the Spirit, and that resting upon him means that he was empowered. It means that he had this uh, presence now that, that was increased upon his life. So picking up from there, it says Jesus was full of the Holy Spirit and he returned from the Jordan River where he was baptized and was led about by the Spirit in the wilderness for 40 days. See, Jesus, when the Spirit came upon him, he then was led. He was led about by the Spirit into the wilderness. And the wilderness represents a desolate place. It represents a lonely place. It represents a place that's not thriving. It wasn't lands flowing with all the good things and water and beautiful trees. He went to a place that was lonely and dry, and he was there for 40 days. And it says being tempted by the devil. He was being tempted in this season. The word tempt and the word test are very close together. And what the devil is constantly trying to do is he's trying to test us and tempt us to stray from the calling that God, through his spirit, has empowered us to accomplish. It says in those days that he ate nothing, meaning he fasted. And when those days were up, and his fasting was 40 days of fasting, it says at that point he was very hungry. And when he became very hungry and was at his weakest place, so the devil didn't come to him when he was full and he was strong. The devil came at him when he was weak. And after he 
had been depleted. And that happens frequently for you and I. We are attacked in the moment of weakness, in the moment of of isolation. And the devil said to him, if you are the son of God, tell this stone to become bread. See, at this moment, the devil was challenging the identity of Jesus. He was asking him, he was questioning him, he was saying, if you are, if you are. And so there was a challenge that was being given to Jesus, causing him to question in his mind, who am I? And then Jesus answered the devil. He said, it is written, meaning he's referencing scripture to refute the attack of the enemy upon his identity. He says, man shall not live on bread alone. And then at that point, the devil went and he began to try to tempt Jesus in another way because that attempt did not work. And that happened three different times. Now, when Jesus said it's written, man shall not live on bread alone, what he was referencing was a passage that says that man shall live on every word that comes from the mouth of God. You and I are not made just to have physical, natural sustenance. Obviously, we need it. We need to be energized with good food, health, and nutrition. However, he's saying that's not the way that man's going to live. It's not only bread that's going to keep him alive here on this earth. It's truly the words of God, the words that are lit, that actually spark life and cause us to live. Here's the thought breakdown. And this means war. You're in a battle, and this means war. Jesus was finalizing his warfare readiness. The Spirit had led him and said, you know what? We need to send even Jesus through basic training if he's going to be ready to handle the opposition that's coming against him because he was stepping into his calling, and you're called to step into your God-given calling as well. Now that I think about it, this is exactly what was happening in my life in the early years of me being filled with the Holy Spirit. In October of 1999, the Lord deeply impacted my life, filled me with this Holy Spirit. I was charged. I was alive. I was full of life like never before. And at that point, within about two weeks, the attack came. I remember not even knowing how to handle this attack. It was like my mind was quite literally being taken over and assaulted. I had no power at that moment to refute the lies that were in my head. And God taught me that night early in my spirit journey that there was a battle raging around me and I had to be ready for it. See, to be ready for war, you have to train. Jesus' basic training was being led into a desolate place where he was all alone. He didn't eat, so his body was weak. He's in the wilderness, he's in his weakness, and then the devil brought the tests. See, the, the word tempt and test, again, they're, they're very similar in the Bible. To be ready for war, you have to know how to handle the temptation, and you have to know how to handle that temptation in your weakness. So you must be a tried and a true warrior to make it through the challenges of your calling. See, the first thing the devil does is attack Jesus's identity. And he's saying, you know what, if you're the son of God, and Jesus knew, he knew, he knew with everything he had, he was absolutely the son of God. He knew. 
But the devil wanted to cause him to question that because the devil wanted to get him off course. What was even sneakier is that he was using those words of scripture to raise questions in Jesus's mind. So Jesus's answers were classic in that he used scripture to refute the lies of the enemy. And that is why you and I truly, if we want to be battle-ready soldiers who overcome, live into our calling, and we do everything it is that we were meant to do, put on this earth to do, we have to know how to fight. We have to know how to use weapons of warfare that aren't from this world, but they're otherworldly. And the word of God is exactly that. It's the sword that allows us to fend off the enemy and to keep our minds in a place that we're ready to move forward in clearness with the right thoughts, a renewed mind. So this is kind of what the, the warfare training, the spirit you know, put Jesus through. It looked like just like in a quick little one, two, three, four sort of a order here. Number one, filled with the spirit. Number two, he brought him into the wilderness. Number three, he let the devil test him and he put him through a trial. Now, if you think about a trial, if, if you were to go to a trial in a court, what happens is in that trial, you're having to prove something. And Jesus was being proved. Trials, even the issues, the tests that you run into in your life, the sicknesses, the doubts, the relational problems, the financial problems, all of those can be viewed as a trial. And how are you going to handle yourself in the trial? Because the way you handle yourself in that trial will prove your guilt or your innocence. It will prove who your true identity is. So then number four, he challenged Jesus's identity through scripture. And number five, the devil offered an alternative calling. He said, hey, you know, there, as, as the scripture goes on, um, just a few passages down, he said, hey, if you, if you look out over this entire world, he took him up to a high peak and he said, look out over this entire world. He said, I've been given control over this. And the devil has. God gave this world over because that's what the world chose. And so the devil has the ability to make any one of us powerful and strong in this world. But the problem is, is that's not this, that's not the heavenly calling. That's the earthly calling. That's, that's the easy way. The devil offered Jesus an easy way. And I'm sure it was very tempting, even though he was Jesus. And so Jesus opted out of the easy way, and he overcame accurately interpreting Scripture. That's number six. Jesus overcame accurately interpreting scripture. And you and I need to know how to accurately do it as well because the devil will use scripture to get you off your path. Then number seven, Jesus passed the test. And number eight, the devil fled. But it says he fled just until another opportunity presented itself. Here's the deal. The battle wasn't over, but Jesus's basic training, it was over. See, the spirit ensured Jesus was war ready before he allowed him to take the next step of his calling. You have to be ready for war because when you step into your God-given calling, the devil is going to fight you. The devil does not want you to accomplish God's purposes for your life because that means it's going to rob hell and it's going to, it's going to fill heaven. So I think that the Spirit might be saying this, you might be saying, hey, if you, want to, if you want to step fully into your calling, you have to be war ready. And if you don't know how to handle the enemy, then you're already set up for failure. 
because we're in a battle. There's no way to, some of us look at this, you know, let me pause for a second, kind of step off this, what is God saying thing. Some of us look at our life as if, oh, now we have the spirit and everything's just going to be perfect and peachy and, and easy. And in many ways, there's so much access to the perfect and peachy and easy. We do have access to love and joy and peace like never before. However, when we're living as, in some sense, aliens in this world, because, because as a follower of Jesus who has the Spirit, the majority of this world is not into that. And so what happens then is you, you become the enemy. You become the one who, who's, who's living as a bright light in a dark world. And the darkness doesn't like the light. And so the darkness wants to snuff out the light because the darkness wants everything to be dark. So again, what I believe Jesus is saying to us, the Spirit's saying, is that it's mission critical that you train for war. So the training involves trials that will test your character, your competency, and your calling. In order to live out your mission, you have to go through the trials. You have to learn to depend on the Spirit and the weapons of warfare that are not of this world. When you learn these things, then you're battle ready and you're usable. At this point, basically, you can be put into service, active service, just like a man in the military signs up, goes through basic training, and now he's ready for battle. So you have to be taught to stand firm in who you were created to be. And the demons, they don't like that. The demons will flee when you depend on heavenly resources to overcome your earthly obstacles. So here's what I think I need to do about this today. I want you to think about what you need to do about this today. Today, I believe we need to lean in, and I need to lean in. We are leaning in to our God-given callings and identities. We're going to use heavenly weapons to battle hellish problems. I'm going to continue to train for war by drawing near to the Spirit, and then I'm going to begin to help others get ready for war. In many ways, that's what this podcast is. It's an opportunity to train. It's an opportunity to prepare. It's an opportunity for the Word to be lit up to you and then to challenge you, to bring you into a space. You know, if something doesn't look like heaven, it's probably not. And you know, in heaven, there aren't tears, there aren't sicknesses, there aren't There aren't battles in heaven. Nobody's fighting in heaven. Nobody's raging on in heaven. Nobody's, you know, just completely, um, you know, sad in heaven. And so if sadness and darkness and all of those things have overwhelmed us, then what we're experiencing is an effect of, of hell. It's an effect of the darkness. And we're called into light and we're called into heaven. You have heaven in your future, and if you've received the Spirit, you have heaven and the, all of the DNA, the ingredients of heaven stored within you. And so we have to be ready, and that's what this is all about. So my gratitude today, what I'm grateful for, is the training that I've walked in and through to this point in my life. And that means that I'm grateful for the trials that lead to my active service. I want you to ponder these questions. These are called tracker questions. If you're tracking, if you're seeking, and if you have people that you're tracking with, which you should, because you don't want to go into battle alone. You want to go into battle with people who are also battle ready. 
people who are also tracking, listening, putting their ear to the ground of the Spirit. And these tracker questions enable you or help you to engage what it is that's going on. They, they are meant to challenge what it is that you're thinking. So tra- question one, what trials are you experiencing right now? Two, is your heavenly identity under attack? Three, are you handling this with the weapons of the Spirit? And four, what adjustments do you need to make to be war ready? And if you're listening to this and you want to read back some of what I just said, you can go to inforum.us, check out the podcast slash blog there. The writing appears in the post and it's uh, it's there and accessible for you to read over and over. If you if you whatever you're putting your attention on, that has your devotion. And right now our attention needs to be on getting ready for whatever opposition comes our way because you have a calling and you have to lean into it. God bless you. So if you were encouraged by today's lit word, share it with others. When you find something good, give the gift away and help your friends experience the transformation that you are. Share this podcast on social media and tag us in the post. Help us get the word out for more tools and resources and to experience that next level transformation. Go to neilandamy.com, pick up a traction planner today. This was a tool that was designed to fast track your progress and bring you to the next level divine destinations the spirit has planned for you.